Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me across the table is the indigo angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach. And for the first time in... Easily a year and a half. year and a half. We are back talking about new metal and talking about a record that, uh, Jenna, you said it was time to do it. You said we had to do this record. That's right. We have to be ready when the new record drops. And in order to be ready, we have to do this record. It's Gold Cobra Day. It's Gold Cobra Day. <laughs> That's right. Gold Cobra Day. That's right. We were talking about Limp Biscuits to date. Last studio record. Gold Cobra. And we're so pumped. Originally, we were going to do this record in like January, as we normally do Limp Biscuit records right around my birthday, but we had to do it now. So let's dive in. Jenny, when did this record come out? This record was released on June 28th, 2011. I don't even know what that is anymore. I, I think it's starting to turn into the party's been cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> Mops and brooms have been brought out. Yeah. Someone's got a someone's got a vacuum cleaner. Perhaps someone's collecting some cups that have been placed in weird places. How did how did a cup get all the way up here? Yeah, because we're in that weird transition. Because we're it's not that was a good party yet, or my parents told me about that party. Uh-huh. But we've definitely come down. Oh yeah, 100%. I don't think you could be more come down than ten years later. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. it's like you still remember how bad your hangover was, and then somebody offers you a shot of that thing, and you're yeah. like, Hair of the dog. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No way. I'm good. <laughs> uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. History with Gold Cobra. Yes. So uh, when this came out, I was definitely not like living in my love of uh, new metal. But I knew it came out, and I, the first time I heard the song Gold Cobra, I was hanging out with my second worst ex-boyfriend after we'd broken up. We were both completely drunk, and he had a red baseball cap, and we just kept throwing it back and forth to each other and putting it on and listening to the song Gold Cobra. Um so <laughs> and he, and he's the second he's the worst. second worst he's the second worst he's the second worst <laughs> the first worst arred me so then you can leave that in lauren okay. so that's how bad okay. the dude was he was wow. ser- he you know it's actually coming up on probably the anniversary of he dumped me in public when we were in a couple's costume yes i remember you this. remember yes yeah your costume was i was wayne and he was garth and we were at a public part like a huge show party and he dumped me in public and i was like trying to run to the women's bathroom to cry and people kept going party on wayne party on <laughs> oh, wayne no <laughs> it's unforgivable <laughs> truly truly a, a, a crime a oh crime. my god anyway back to gold cobra um he was a limb biscuit fan that was one of the things like you know 
when you found each other in that time. In that time. In that time. Uh, but, you know, that was his only redeeming That quality. was an unfortunate any port in the storm Limp Bizkit fan situation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, we got drunk and threw a, a red hat around and listened to Gold Cobra. And <laughs> that's my history that is, You didn't have to tell me you were drunk. Oh. Just that activity <laughs> told me you were drunk. That's, that's fair. That is fair. Because you're not eight years old when this story <laughs> that's true no. Yeah. no i'm firmly in my my late 20s when this story occurs so <laughs> oh boy how about you lauren uh so this was one where um they had um they had announced their reunion they had announced that west was back in the band it was original lineup in like 2009 and they're like new records coming 2010 and i was like okay let's let's do this thing and some songs leaked and i was like let's fucking go and then the record got delayed and so then my enthusiasm dimmed a little bit i was like oh okay we'll see when here this- we go again here we fucking go again so um then they announced it okay it's finally coming out and i think i've told the story before on the show the album leaked and i downloaded it and i tweeted something snarky like Oh, I, I bet we all should have taken the day off of work because New Limp Biscuit leaked. And then I listened to it on my drive into work and I was like, motherfucker, I should have taken the day off of work. This record <laughs> fucking rips. So I was all about it. Record was on my best of the year list. The end of the year, I'll have to pull up the list later because uh, I'm not in front of me to see where I exactly I placed it. Uh, but yeah, this was a record I was all about. I have a physical copy here, but I did not have a physical copy at the time. I was was rocking that leak for a while you guys all right living that leak life. I was living that leak it was it was it was peak leak culture oh peak, peak leak you would hang out on all the leak sites just waiting just to give wait give me that some, leak give, give me it, that give me that drought 3 give g- me that carter 3 give me the leaks i need the leaks and also this was the time period in which you didn't know with that leak is it going to be top quality leak is it going to be 128k by mp3 or is it going to be the worst thing in the world a low quality MP3 that has been forcibly upgraded to higher quality, and so now it sounds like uh, oh, the an, worst thing an you've aircraft ever heard. carrier colliding with a helicopter. Yeah, that's how I first heard the second LMFAO record in an upconverted MP3. I was like, "This is like dying." <laughs> so you know, you could have said that right when you said second LMFAO record. I was a big fan of the first one. I was ready for the second one, and I said that things aren't working out right now. Oh, man. Um, I'm not party rocking. I'm not party rocking unless the party is in a metal glass factory that's exploding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry for... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, that is my history with Gold Cobra, Matt. I am a uh, sans gold cobra in my life up until this point but i have watched the videos now for this this has a oh you have oh yeah oh so you have you have safe search turned off on your computer (laughs) yes i do (laughs) i've gone to Pornhub. (laughs) well that's good to know matt that you've uh, been experienced that jenny we've got a physical copy here incredible i mean limp biscuit back on this record both as a band and in packaging. Yes. We have the cover is three women in bikinis with their tongues out. A giant cobra what looks like a little like golem of some kind creeping from beyond. Um 
just wow. I would say the women look very tired. You they, know. Yeah, I mean, they they, they look like they are exhausted. I and mean, as somebody who hasn't slept in weeks, <laughs> I, I get it. You get it. But, I, you, you know. This cover is your life, maybe. I, yeah, I mean, my body looks a little bit more like I just had a kid than that. But, yeah, pretty much just looking at it. My tongue's out all the time. Mm. I do have long hair. Oh, that's true. Throughout, we get lots of lots of snakes, lots of weird faces on the CD itself. Incredible. We have a painting of, as Matt would say, Billy Shakes. William, oh, Billy Shakes. William Shakespeare himself giving us the finger. <laughs> okay. Put a chance to dream, fuckos. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's, you know, it's true. Um, Join me once again into the breach, dicks. Yes. What's the most new metal Shakespeare work? Oh, man. It's got to be Macbeth, man. You got to? Yeah, it's got to be because we're dealing with that regret of the blood on the hands. Can't get the blood out. It's just haunting you. Mm. And what is more new metal than just being haunted by those regrets? The bad relationships we had. Um, out, out, damn spot. Yeah. You things, son of a bitch. Things bad begun make strong themselves by ill. That Ooh. is from Macbeth. Mm. I made a shirt of it in high school. Oh, there was, you cellar go. Door. Ooh, cellar door, baby. Cellar door <laughs> times a million. <laughs> I was, cellar door people have nothing on me. <laughs> was the absolute worst. If I ever make fun of somebody on here, just assume that I was You did something 10 levels ten deeper. Levels. Way worse. Way more embarrassing. <laughs> I shouldn't even be allowed to leave my house. Just know that. Anything I say, I'm worse. Uh, um, we also have... Uh, I like this also, this photo on the back. I, I, I would say, Jenny, is that if this is your reality on the front, exhaustion, tongue out, giant cobra looming, yes. on the back relaxing in a cobra which has speakers in its skin oh yeah you know maybe that's, that's something to look I need forward some to snake cowl speakers yes absolutely also with little smokes coming out of its eyes love it incredible album art billy shakes giving us the middle love it jenny who's in limp biscuit on this album on this album we have west borland on guitars fred durst on vocals DJ Lethal on turntables, keyboards, samples, and programming. John Otto on drums. And Sam Rivers on bass. The boys are back together. The boys are back together. And uh, just a programming note, this record, there's an original version. There's a deluxe version. There's a European iTunes deluxe version. There's an HMV Best Buy deluxe version. And there's a Japanese deluxe version. So just a couple casual variants. couple casual variants. For the sake of all of our lives and Jenny's life, we are just doing the normal version. We will touch on these other bonus tracks at some point in the future in some way. But just know today we're just dealing with the prime record. Record prime. Record prime. Record prime. Jenny, who produced this record? This record was produced by Fred Durst. Of course it was. Fred in the booth. Turning the knobs. Turning the faders. Twiddling everything. Twiddling it. Twiddling and a tweaking. There it is. On top of that, I read some interviews. Jenny, you read some interviews with Wes. He said, 
heavy involvement from everybody. But Wes is like, some days I'd be in and out. Fred, every day. Every fucking day. In there. First in, last out. The man put in work? Put Clocking them hours. Clocking them hours. Unlike the uh, Results May Vary record and the uh, Unquestionable Truth record, there isn't a doc, but what Fred did was little Twitter updates. Yeah, he kept... We, I watched the video that you sent the making of, and he just kept saying short little Twitter videos, which must have meant something at the time that I now am forgetting. I feel like it was this time period where Periscope was a thing, because I think mm. some of those videos are Periscope videos because the way that they're framed. I forgot about Periscope. Yeah. And Matt, were you ever a Periscope head? Yeah, well, I used it maybe 20 times. Live streaming in general is very difficult on the phone like because you just have to hold it i mean unless you're watching an event happen it's kind of like i'm not going to use that in my day-to-day to to be like oh guys look i got up like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) hey why not why not matt bring us into your day-to-day buddy you want into this day-to-day i want it from you're gonna get crushed with nft talk oh boy well hmm there we go learn a lot uh well anyway fred was yeah giving us this day-to-day twitter updates which were then compiled into a was it like a 12 minute video something like that 12 minutes and 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> they counted I, it felt, down. I felt every second <laughs> you know I, what helps 2xp <laughs> oh man i was watching that this morning while i was holding our sweet little baby and she got really fussy, and Mitch was like, she's pissed you keep making her watch studio footage. <laughs> I was like, if I have abused my child in any way, it is through just so much randomly thrown together studio footage from the mid-2000s. Uh, you know what? Her first word is going to be, this is the booth. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. John Otto, lay them drums. <laughs> yeah, because we do get we get a whole breakdown. Fred shows us where Wes records. This is where Sam sets up. We find out everybody's mic situation, Fred's mic situation. We meet the engineer. At one point, there's just a guy under a table, and he's like, that's an engineer working on something. It, it, it really just let us know, once again, making a record, possibly the most mundane thing in the world. Can't You can't excite it up. Unless you're playing... It's a lot of waiting. A lot of waiting. A lot of a lot of also just like there's a guy who's never named sitting in a chair, a desk chair, in front of a laptop and a board, and then one member of the band, usually the bassist, is next to him going ba-doom, ba-doom, yeah? And then the other guy hits some buttons and he goes, do that again, ba-doom, ba-doom, and then you listen to the album and there's never at any point a ba-doom, ba-doom sound. But you know they spent four hours ba-doom, ba-dooming it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is easily... Exhausting in its in its complexity <laughs> for something. Then it's just like y'all can play the song right now, right? Why don't we see what? Ha- Let's Phil Spector it. Let's wall a sound this. Let's do it. Why not? We have one mic in the middle of the room. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, this album was uh, intended as a return to form the whole band back together. This album was also announced with many features that did not make the record. At one point. A spoken intro was written and recorded, written by Durst and recorded by one Gene Simmons. Of Kiss fame. Of Kiss fame. That's right. 
in Detroit last night. Gene Simmons might be popping around here somewhere. Whoa. Whoa. Why is Gene Simmons in Detroit? Because mom's spaghetti, man. Oh, that's true. Everybody's got to get some of that spaghetti. I'm going downtown tonight, maybe. You going to get some? Might get some of that spaghetti. Mm. Yeah, go. I bet it's fine. I mean, $18 spaghetti based off an Eminem song can only be great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get that chicken spaghetti. Spaghetti. Chicken spaghetti? There's a $30 chicken spaghetti. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) What? (laughs) 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Oh, man. You can come over to my house. I'll make you $29.99 chicken spaghetti. Oh, I got to save that penny. It'll be done in 10 minutes max. Wow. Whoa, you you make a 10-minute chicken spag? Chicken spag? Wow. 10 minutes. It's not good. It tastes like shit, like shit, but so will the one from Mom's Spaghetti. I'm just being honest with you, and it's a penny cheaper. Wow. You're going full boil on that sauce, throwing in raw chicken chunks. That's right. Oh, man. I'll tell you. You will be ill. You are going to lose some weight. There you go. That's a feature. Yeah, it's a feature, not a bug. But you will have a bug in your belly. That's correct, and that bug is called salmonella. That's the one. Or a worm. Mm. Up to you. To you, dealer's choice. (laughs) You want worms or salmonella? There it is. Jenny, we got some genre tags. Yes, we do. Genre tags on this record are new metal and rap metal. There it is. There it is, baby. Not changing that formula. Don't change a goddamn thing. Critically, this record received average to mixed reviews. Some people thought it was incredible. Artist Direct, five out of five. Gold Cobra is everything you hoped it would be. And rap and metal will be walking funny after it takes a bite out of both of them. Hmm. Quite a statement. All Music, positive review, said a return to the full-throttled attack of $3 bill, y'all. Metal Hammer. Aside from the odd duff moment, Gold Cobra throws out the hot shit that'll make you bounce in the mosh pit over and over again. Whoa. These are the type of reviews you want to hear. Consequence of Sound. An entertaining, boastful, non-alienating piece of nostalgic bliss for those who once held memberships with the LB. And this is a first. Bloody Disgusting reviewed this album. Why? Because they were like, the biscuit is back. We got to review. We got to step because in. Because we're definitely going to see this in a trailer for a horror movie. <laughs> Absolutely. The they said the album on a whole sounds fantastic. It's not Paganini or Opeth or Dream Theater. It's rap rock, and it does exactly what it sets out to do. IGN, though far from their best work, Limp Biscuit's latest at least proves that their 2005 greatest hits album may have been premature. About.com <laughs> called Go Cobra the group's strongest since Significant Other. However, as I said, some negative Nellies rolled in, Jenny. What did Entertainment Weekly say? Entertainment Weekly said the album was an oft-delayed, petulant, hook-devoid comeback from the one-time champions of early aughts new metal mania. Anti-Quiet. Anti-Quiet. Said, music for the sneering scumbags who find kinship in the dregs of cultural rot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoa. And this is... This... Wes responded to this, and we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. Wes, Wes saw this review, and he said, you gave this record how many stars? One out of five? Let's chat. Let's chat about this. Email exchange happens, and Jenny, what did, what did Wes get them to do? 
he got them to bump up that star rating to two stars out of five. <laughs> Sometimes all you have to do is ask. Yep. And, <laughs> and that's yeah. a classic asked and answered. Asked and answered. That was like, are you sure? Wes was like, oh, buddy, it's me, Wes. One star? You heard these fucking riffs? Have you heard these fucking riffs? And the guy's like, fuck, he's right. Two for the riffs. <sighs> yeah, I mean, the the exchange is actually pretty interesting. It is. Yeah. And it basically is Wes stepping in and saying, you know, I get that everybody wants to hate on Fred, but he's actually an incredible front man. And if you've ever seen us live, the, the energy that he brings to the shows is undeniable. And this band wouldn't be what it is without him, even though people... Because they were saying, like, well, musically, this is a great album, but Fred just really... Ruins it. Ruins it. And Wes was standing up for Fred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said some nice things. We'll get into a little bit as we go along. What a journey between those two. You know what? Sometimes it's, uh, you know, you think that you know a person. Then you spend some time with them. Then you think you know a person. And you're like, I've had enough of this person. You drift apart. Then you start thinking about that person again. They are thinking about you. You come back together. You've all grown. You've all learned. And then you're like, let's make a record. Or William Shakespeare's flipping the middle finger on the CD. (laughs) I'm in. Let's fucking go. There you go. All right. Final thing we'll talk about in the dipping these songs. Commercial performance. Limp Bizkit have been known to be the kings of the charts. This record, however, Jenny, debuted where? Uh, number 16, I want to say. 16. So it was a top 40, top 20 hit. 27,000 copies first week. In 2011. Okay. You know what? That's a f- twenty seven respectable twenty seven phys- twenty seven thousand physical copies. That is twenty seven thousand physical more copies than we've ever sold. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there it is. That's absolutely right. There it is. That's how you have to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? They went number one in Germany. I was gonna say congrats in German, but I don't know how. <laughs> You made a face like she's thinking of something. Oh, I, she's thinking of a language she doesn't know. For a moment, I was like, "How do you?" And then I was like, "I don't fucking know German. <laughs> what am I doing?" Uh oh, sorry, I swore in front of a baby. That's okay. <laughs> well, it is officially a recording at my house because my wife just brought down cookies. There it is, baby. These cookies. We haven't had these cookies in a while, oh, Jenny. Man. Oh, I'm boy. really excited, Matt. Matt, you've been living this cookie life the whole time. I Jenny and I, do. we've been deprived. I put on that COVID forty, so yeah, you Baby. know. Oh yeah, you know I've been living that cookie life. Oh man, I mean, I've I've also put it on, but I haven't had the benefit of this tastiness. So I'm very excited. So we'll be having some cookies as we talk about the original Cookie Boys. <laughs> Ausgezeichnet. Yeah, yeah. That's excellent. Oh. Okay, yeah, there we go. Right. I You know, I felt like I could speak German for a minute, and then I got cookies, so maybe the belief. <laughs> Actualization, Jenny. I know. It's speak just, it into the world. It's sort of like, yeah, it's like I'm a little off about where my where everything's hitting. I was thinking I could speak German, I got cookies, but like, it's, you got it's cookies I'm getting and calibrated. I, and I figured out a German word. Yeah, it's it's in the room. <laughs> there we go, the secret works. Good now, good Yep. Well, I think we've got some cookies. We've talked about our history with this record. I think it's time. we got to eat some cookies and listen to some music. Let's hear some tracks, baby. Jenny, how are we kicking this boy off? All right. The first track on this record is Introbra. Introbra. <laughs> 
All right, the boys are doing the damn thing. I'm ready. That per- that pit is percolating. It's moody, and it's they say no how no matter how hard he tries, you can't stop the biscuit. We've been dormant for a few years, and Fred's saying you can't stop this. It's been it's been bubbling inside, bubbling maybe after you've had some of Jenny's salmonella filled chicken parm. <laughs> It may be. You are a mom. It is now mom's spaghetti. That is true. That's true. That's true. I legitimately put out a bowl of raw pancetta when I made a charcuterie board because it was with the other meats, and I just assumed it didn't need to be cooked. (laughs) This was recent. Um, (laughs) Recent. So just so you know, it's not too far. It could all be real. Okay. We ready for the next song? Let's. I'll tell you more about other things I've served at my party. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but we're going to serve you up some tasty riffs. That's right. Up next, we've got Bring It Back. Fucking riff we're gonna use to break your back. The riffs are back. The biscuit is back. Jenny, how do you feel about bring it back? I like it. Um, the riff's obviously very sick. <laughs> it is. Very, very sick. Um it was interesting. It was like there weren't as many hooks as I might expect. Like I didn't feel like it was a strong hook, mm. but the riffs were killer. Mm-hmm. And I did like it. Lauren, what did you think? I still go back to the first time I heard this record. I get this moody intro. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? And then we get this really what sounds like a very jagged riff. Like Wes is just like, I'm going to rend this guitar to its limits. And and then Fred comes in like hard rapping like I haven't heard in a long time. And I was like, oh, shit. We are truly bringing it back. And I was like, this this record's off to an incredible start. Love it. One of my faves. I think they just crushed it. Matt. All right. So I, I saw the duality of my Limp Biscuit journey in this song. Ooh. Because there was that moment where it's like, okay, this is a hip hop track, and here's Fred rapping. And he comes in, and I'm like, not 100% on board. Kind of that old, like, that old head me being mm-hmm. like, this is the problem with Limp Bizkit. Right. I'm, I'm the magazine. All right. But then they basically Wes comes in with his uh, 
<laughs> interpolation of rain and blood. And then it's like, oh, now now we're bringing it. Okay, now everything makes sense again. The world is right. I'm good. But like, it's this weird thing where it's like, everybody who has Fred Durst baggage, mm. you're going to get that again right at the top here. But if you give it a time, give it a second, you're going to be fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shockingly, very few comments on songmeanings.com. So few. So, so few. Some songs have zero comments. This song, bring it back. I went into this thing expecting double digits, Jenny. Mm. Two. Two comments. First one's from Melikith. Best song in the album. Overall, a nice comeback album. Okay. Fair enough. This comment, Jenny... From January 17th, 2021. Gotta be one of ours. Gotta, Gotta be, be one of ours. From Stiff Biscuit 69. Definitely yeah, one definitely of ours. Definitely one of ours. <laughs> Do you want to read this one, Jenny? Sure. I think this song is a big F you to the haters and losers who thought Limp Biscuit were dead. The lyrics, on point. The riffs, fire. So if you ask me, did LB bring it back? I will say, oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so strong, strong start. And now it's time to get into, so this was the second single from the album. The only single to get a video because there was another single, which we'll get to later that I read had a video and I hunted around and all I could find was like a lyric video with old footage from old Limp Bizkit live shows and old videos in it. Didn't seem like a real official video and it was not lovingly preserved. Mm. So, so in my opinion, this is really the only like true, true single, and that is Gold Cobra. Stupid shit, man, I hate it Bitches lying, bitches crying Suicidal, get in line Getting mine, bouncing freaks Losing sleep, counting sheep Absolute cash and loot Men in black, packing heat Born and blazing, rotting Raising fingers up Time to wave them Show these players playing That they better get their ass to praying They won't be nothing but dice After the cutting I'm cutting them like a fish They gonna wish they never push my button The door is shutting And a knock will do you no good You getting nothing while I rock Here in Hollywood I'll tell you something else You can take it to the bank what none of y'all people think Holding the gold, it's so gold, it's so golden, y'all Golden Cobra Holding the gold, it's so gold, it's so golden, y'all Golden Cobra Holding the gold, it's so gold, it's so golden, y'all Golden Cobra Holding the gold, it's so gold, it's so golden, y'all Golden Cobra Johnny Thoughts on Gold Cobra. I mean, just as I remembered it. <laughs> I'm surprised. Red hat. Do, we need to, do we need to get a hat down here? Have yeah. Matt do we need to do some hat toss? Can I toss him? I only get a red baseball cap. I don't. Well, it simply won't do for me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a red visor. You know, 
<laughs> we might be able to make that. I don't think that would have the same uh, heft. No, no. That... Yeah, and Jenny's got you know strong right, so that thing's gonna go right across That's the room. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, I I like this song. I think it's pretty good. Is it? I don't know. There's something about it. I feel like I I want a little bit more. I don't know. There's something about it that just feels sort of thin to me. I know what you're saying. Because this is still a live show staple. They play it every now and again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this out of all the songs off of Gold Cobra, I think this is the one that gets played the most often. This one, and I'm pretty sure Why Try still gets some play. But there is something about that chorus that falls a little flat. Compared to classic choruses of Limp Bizkit past. Like, the it's there. It is an earworm. Like, it, I will be like... But like... <laughs> hey, let's go. Matt, Matt, go in. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's what they're going for. That's the dream, right? That's the dream of every songwriter, right? Every songwriter has that dream, but they really want you belting it instead of kind of murmuring. You know, like, you know, uh, that's all I'm saying. I, I I see what you mean. It's it, it. I did go back there. It is funny where a band is known for the big hooks and then for whatever reason, they put out a record and then the accusation comes out like the hooks ain't there anymore. The songs aren't as catchy anymore. And with this one, there is a thought sometimes where there seemed to have been more focus, I think, on the verses than on the hooks and that the hook was like. I don't want to do first first thought, best thought accusation, but maybe they were like good enough, like just a good enough as opposed to a great. Well, I, I don't know if we want to talk about this now, but this does seem to be the Fred Durst prison where he gets stuck. And he overthinks it. I mean, Wes is now said for six years, it's all, it's all Fred now. I've recorded my parts. It's all Fred. Fred's got to do the lyrics. Fred's got to do the vocals. And here's Fred like, fuck. Which is why I was so excited about Dad Vibes. Because mm-hmm. it was like, that's an angle. You can work that angle. Because I feel like in 2011, you know, I'm I'm the man. I'm badass. I'm, it's still a little like... Well, the, the vibe on this record is we will get into what's being said on this record is largely haters try to count me out. And I will not be counted out. I refuse to count. And <laughs> there is no counting. No count. counting. Well, no, he's like, I would count like record sales would have done in the past. There's a lot of like, you saw what I did in the past. And now I'm back. I'm going to do it again. But yeah, like golden, golden Cobra. I mean, the one thing about it is that say what you will about Limp Biscuit, You had a pretty strong idea of what the songs were about in a clear way. Break stuff, understandable. Mm-hmm. Nookie, relatable. Take a look around. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Good point. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Boiler, you might have one in your basement. Counterfeit, 
Could go to jail. Could go to jail. Pollution, relevant to this day. That's right. All right. But Gold Cobra, I mean, if you live, I mean, if you live in a cold environment, you may never see a snake. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. My neighbor came over recently and told me he killed a snake in his backyard and asked me if I was worried about snakes in my backyard. So this is really hitting me very close <laughs> to home. This is a very close to home song for you, Jenny. Yeah. I was I was surprised. I hadn't met this man before and said I killed the snake. And I said, Oh okay. Thanks, thanks for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> I mean I will notice that I feel like Fred's rapping on this might be some Wait. of his best. He is going in. He's going in. That's what I'm saying. The rapping definitely t- taking the time. Of the rapping, but then when you get to the hook, it's like, yeah, he had like oh, no, 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 in his head, and then when it was finally time, it was like we got to give them some words. He was like golden, golden cobra, golden, 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 Can Limp Bizkit have it all? That's the question. Wait. It, Raps and hooks? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I believe fully that they're capable of it. Absolutely. Um, but I don't know if I got that here now. This video. Oh, this video. This video. Yikes. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah. Yikes. Dot org. Yikes. Dot yes. org. It's an organization of it yikes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You definitely want to organize all the yikes for this one. This seemed like a situation of somebody said, I've got 12 ideas. Okay. And they said, yep. <laughs> Sounds good. You've got $14 <laughs> to film them all. And also you can borrow my car. And it's a cool car. Very cool car. Cool car, for sure. Yeah, you cannot drive it very far. You may hump it, though. Please hump it. Please hump it. Yeah, and just... Uh, this, like, watching this video... You know, it's been so long since this came out. And we've obviously been doing a lot of questioning of how fair we were to fred this video i was like oh man <laughs> do you take a little bit of that goodwill away from you jenny i don't know i mean i still think that i still think that he gets it disproportionately mm-hmm. but it's not that he doesn't deserve any shit because this fucking video i was just like here we fucking go it's just like him like grinding on hotties gratuitous boob bouncing slow motion i haven't seen this much slow motion since a john woo movie but (laughs) usually it's doves not boobs yeah and butts yeah it was pretty cringy also the model when you slow motion this person and so we are seeing their face in slow motion while they're being forced to bounce their boobs and butt in front of fred durst you can see the like how many more times I got to do this? <laughs> like the exhaustion is real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, so it's interesting in that the email exchange that West did with the person who gave them a bad review, he did say something along the lines of like, you know, Fred is who he is. This is what we do. And like, did you want us to come back with like a record where it's like, oh, Fred just turned 40 and we're all in our 30s and we're like men now. And I understand what he's saying, but when like watching the video, like this video, I think it, it kind of misses the point. Like it's not that I think people were like, I want you to show up and be mature and tell us what it's like to be a man. Like nobody's coming to you for that, but it is this like, 
kind of like gratuitous cartoonish misogyny Mm -hmm. and it's like that's the part Mm -hmm. that's the part people i think are wanting you to dial back Mm -hmm. because that's the part that people are going after and that is what i feel i heard on dad vibes Mm -hmm. you know so that's exciting Mm -hmm. but maybe it just took some time i mean i can't wait to hear the new record but i wonder if like that's a little bit of where the disconnect is you know what i mean yeah definitely the video has also this feeling of just like we're gonna double and triple down on everything yeah to a level that maybe even we don't even truly believe (laughs) and um yeah i mean wes looks pretty cool in his various costumes the all-white outfit the all-black outfit he looks like the night king in the all-white he does he does um, but I mean, it does, you feel like you, the, he has the Fred Durst dancers with him again and another part. And we've seen what that looks like at its peak in the Nookie video and the Roland video when he's got, you know, Oh, the world will the, dance for the him. world will dance. And so in this comparison, it felt, it felt like, Oh, all we can get is the three ladies and we cannot get a crowd. And it's like, this is, it's, it just felt like diminished to a point where I was like, why remind us? Why not go in a different direction? That's the other thing. They only got, I mean, I'm, I mean, I've watched some rap videos. It's generally a cavalcade of hotties. Oh, you know, it isn't a, like a, a stable of hotties. A stable of hotties. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a lot of hotties, and basically, they were like, "We've got one hottie." Yeah, I mean, why not just U-turn straight the other route? Barn full of nuts. <laughs> what a move! Could there you, you imagine? Yeah, that would have been incredible. Freighter of naughties. A freighter of naughties. Freighter of naughties. Yes, dude, you get enough naughties together, some of those naughties turn into naughties. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I rose to the top in several situations like that. Oh. <laughs> I went from uggo to muggo, like. <laughs> And I've also helped others in that way, you know? Hey, hey, I I am a shifter. Whatever you need me to be. If you you get enough naughties all together in one place, they will unite into becoming a hottie. That's correct. Yes. (laughs) Like Voltron. Like Voltron. Our powers combine to become a hottie. I mean, my grandma was really stressed at my wedding because all of my bridal party were thin people. She, what? yeah, I was like, it's fine, Grandma. She's just, well, they're just so much smaller than you in the pictures, and I'm like, Jesus, well, be, she's old as fuck and very, uh, very obsessed with being thin. But I was like, Grandma, it's because I am bigger than them, and it's fine. She's like, but Mitch is very small too, and I'm like, Whoa, yes. See, Grandma, did Grandma do <laughs> casting for the Gold Cobra video? By she chance? could have. She could have. I need hotties. I need real thin, waspy hottie. That's right. Yeah. But, you know, we all made it out okay. But she, yeah, if you need somebody to, like, cast only thin people and stuff. Jenny, I think it's been said you were beautiful on your wedding day. I, thank you. I'm not, uh... I'm not fishing by it. No. Oh, I'm fishing. fishing. Oh, fish away. Fish away. Oh, I'm fishing. No, I just, um, it just made me laugh because that was 100%. She's just like, now if you, if you had some other people 
who were maybe and I'm like, Grandma, I know Wait, all this. Last works. minute, you were gonna like go, oh, I gotta, like, go to find the the freighter. I gotta, yeah. I gotta snare some naughties real fucking. Yeah. Quick for oh, this I, I set a I set a bear trap for naughties. You see, I put some Hagen Dazs ice cream in it, and they just put their arm in it, yes. and it dress just gets pulled over their head. I yes, I had to get all of my friends together and be like, listen, I know that we've been friends for a minimum of. 20 years before this but what i'm gonna need you to do is make some real games i'm not talking about getting buff or i'm gonna have to swap you out for some of my friends who have larger bodies than you do here's the thing i'm gonna need you to naughty up i'm gonna need you to become closer to the same size as me so that (laughs) i i matt i'm surprised we didn't get drafted in like you know lauren knows you put on a couple pounds lately yeah, need you to step in in this wedding party. <laughs> what size dress are you? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a delightful 14. <laughs> I have no idea. Go. I don't know what size dress I am. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Well, that is incredible. <laughs> the only notable comment on songmeanings.com for the song is from Estevan, who said, Limp Biscuit is back, baby. Yeah. And they are. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This next song. <laughs> Watch out. Here we go. Shark Attack. There's a fin in the water. I'm doing the fin right now. Oh, oh, yeah. You're eating. You're eating. Yeah, shark tip. Bitch, you're right. Feeling like a shovel. Put a lot of shit in the way. Captain Quinn. Wanna clear me a path right to the culprit. Straight to your fucked up. Stand away. You're close to the beach. Close to the beach. say barracuda people are like huh what you say shark you got yourself a panic on the fourth of july fuck yeah man <laughs> you can't be messing around with that oh, hmm. we might have to dissect this thing <laughs> <laughs> what did it eat what did it eat best movie jaws it's an incredible film jaws great film amazing great film love jaws love jaws no notes perfect there you go love <laughs> jaws love shark attack shark attack is really fun it has it makes the tall order of immediately letting you know that it is a sequel song to break stuff because it's letting you know it's just another one of those days feeling like a shovel with a lot of shit in the way mm. once again we're back to being relatable true and i'm aware that this came out when obama was president but it is shocking to hear obama in these lyrics like wait what <laughs> Indeed. He used to be president. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Um, this is a song where I was like, I can see a critic of Limp Bizkit coming in and saying that some of these lyrics might be quote unquote, not good. Maybe even bad. <laughs> but Who I would cares? say that it is a feature, not a bug. I've had enough drama. I don't need a chump. 
talking that trash in pajamas. Yes, thank you very much. I love it. I love it. He's on a shark attack. He's a maniac. I love it. Matt, shark attack. Even though it's a spiritual successor to break stuff, Mm -hmm. it's a lot more fun than break stuff. That's saying something. Break stuff feels like it's the it's you're gonna burst. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like you're gonna burst per se. I mean, it just sounds like grown up anger. It's like ah, it's yeah. like shark attack. Yeah, why did sure. I step in that puddle? <laughs> I'm forty. I should know better. <laughs> right, shark attack. Shark attack. That's shark attacking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. So, so in my in my exposition here, I am literally saying that a shark attack in this song is a fun thing that is akin to just doing things that you're like, oh, yeah, like ah, oh, the pen leaked. Yeah, shark, shark attack. attack. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, absolutely. And here we're still shocking like a heart attack because I'm a maniac. I'm loving it. I love Shark Attack. It's great. It's a super fun time. And yeah, reminds of reminds us of classic LB, but taking us to the then present with sharks. This also this album is loaded with shark imagery as well. Sharks are referenced in earlier tracks. I believe we'll hear about sharks later. I mean, here's the thing. Maybe this is the key. Fred just needs to watch classic films when he's recording. And we're going to get something great. So he's watching Jaws. He's inspired. You get the Jaws theme referenced at the top here. You just got to make sure the man is watching just classic classic flicks. And that might be the key. That's right. Or the zoo. Going to the zoo. Mm. Where they have sharks. Do they have sharks? <laughs> oh, shark zoo? Shark, shark zoo. zoo. Shark zoo. Shark and cobra zoo. It's danger zoo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, go to danger zoo. <laughs> danger zoo. zoo. Yeah. Dart frogs, all of them. Oh, yes. Yeah, just a... Man of wars yeah, floating around. That's right. So let's fuck around and find out <laughs> on the gate. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Get wrecked. <laughs> that's right. That's right. R E K T. Ah, yes. Um, now, I noticed we didn't talk about it too much, um, but the uh, so- song construction wise, both this song and Gold Cobra have a moody bridge back into it's. It's definitely a form that is used in a lot here where he goes in, gets a little moody, then comes back. Cobra, Cobra, Shark Attack. Um, and you know what? Sometimes if you've got a formula and it works, then... Don't mess with it. No notes. So, there great. It was yeah. something I noticed, but it was not a critique. Uh, Jenny, were there any hot comments here? Nothing hot, but our people are still in there Ooh. saying shark rolls up on Fred and the boys. Must not know that Fred packs a chainsaw. That's skin your ass raw. That's skin your ass raw, shark. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see this one from APC Fan 22. Classic Freddy D. Singing about that shark attack. Love LB for life. For life. For life. Committed. Mm-hmm. Hot committed to LB. <sighs> Gotta be. Gotta be. Jenny, would you consider maybe, maybe not a full Limp Bizkit tat, no. but like an LB? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No, no, no. No, no. no Limp Bizkit tat. You didn't even have to finish your sentence. The answer is <laughs> a resounding no, not for me. What about a shark? Now a shark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about Danger Zoo? <laughs> Danger Zoo. Danger Zoo. That would have to be a What about back Fuck piece. Around, Find Out? Yeah, Fuck Around, Find Out. I'll get that on my throat. <laughs> 
What you'd find out is I would get really uncomfortable and try to like take a deep breath and navigate the situation. Like I'm not, I would never do anything to anybody. I'd love to, you know, I think everybody would be like, if somebody did this to me, I'd fucking, no. I would, I would fucking back Ooh. down and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I would totally take a deep breath and walk away. I would fucking complain to Mitch so hard about oh. this. <laughs> I, will, I, will eat, I will eat my feelings like a cold sandwich. Oh, man, I would yeah. totally eat shit for that. Yeah, that's right. Fuck around and find out. Fuck I'm around gonna... and find out how much of a pussy I am. Yeah, I'm going to cry in the car. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, you motherfucker. Right. I got you. I got your ass. That's right, Golden bitch. Cobra. I'm going to think about this for 30 years. <laughs> I still remember. <laughs> I can taste my feelings. Exactly right. Oh. Absolutely. All right. It's time for the next one. Up next, we've got Get a Life. <laughs> Check it out, it's the outlaw white dog Often called by my alias polar bear Brain tied like the S&M freak shit Cold like the- Time out Yeah, we're at the danger zone guys <laughs> We're at the danger zone We got sharks, we got cobras And that's right, we got polar bears We got them polar bears Yeah yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna fuck your shit up Wow okay. okay I never heard Fred called the polar bear before And you haven't? <laughs> You guys hang out all the time. Yeah. You've never called him Polar Bear? Honestly, I've never called Freddie D the Polar Bear. All right. Well, add it to your repertoire. Okay. That's how you know. That's how you're going to increase your friendship. The next time you see him, you go, is that is that Polar Bear over there? <laughs> and he's going to be like, oh, Maddie yeah. Nice. This definitely reeks of a nickname that one gives to oneself. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Mm. All right. Okay. Let's see. Serving up my drinks with stick shift. Fuck the automatic. Rolling up in third gear. Guess it's just a habit. And all you freaky bitches reaching out to grab it. Don't hesitate because you can have it. I'm a stab it. Demolition came to crush the mission. Just in time for you maniacs to listen. And it ain't nothing because I don't take it serious. My flow is cold like the weather in Siberia. I keep your head bobbing like a novelty. And all them turkey MCs want to gobble me. But I'm a shark in my underground fish tank. And I don't give a shit what those motherfuckers think. B-boy with a taste for the metal. A taste for a fine rhyme and I ain't gonna settle. If you don't like it, you can scratch up on these nuts, bitch. Polar bear ain't a cracker you should fuck with. Boogaloo, shining like a diamond. Mama went and bought the kid a mic, now he's rhyming. And now he's hated, cause everybody played it. But they just hate him cause I motherfucker made it. Get a life, get a motherfucking life. Get a wanna see what I can do with All right. life. I've honestly been waiting for this. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for him to go in on a scream. That is very good. There you have Matt, we're going to start with you. You've given this song the firm, Matt Nas, very good. <laughs> yeah, I've given it a hardcore very good. Uh, yeah, that that is... I feel like that's when Fred's at his best mm. is when he, you know, like he kind of gets there. But when he really goes there, that dude can scream really, really well. He's got a good scream, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and yell like. But he hasn't used it a ton in this record so far. He's done more of the singy thing and the rappy thing, mm -hmm. but he does not do 
He's got some rappy raps. Oh, yeah. Some singy sings. Mm -hmm. But not a lot of screamy screams. But here we are. I love when he screamy screams. That's the Fred I like more. Mm -hmm. When I hear full Nelson and it's like, you get knocked the fuck out. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, I like that. Break somebody's face tonight. There it is. There it is. I like that. All right. That's a whisper. Uh, You know, like a little, Mm -hmm. just a wave. But get a life, get a motherfucking life. Mm. Ooh, baby. That's the stuff. Jenny, how do you feel about this one? Uh... I was not into it. The first time I heard it, I was not into the top. And I was like, oh, no, what are we doing here? Polar bear. No one calls you polar bear. But that does. Right. Hand me a Coca-Cola because I'm the polar bear. Ooh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the chorus, though, that is, like Matt said, I, I think that's what I was waiting for. That's what I love. That's my fave. Uh See what I, you don't, what do you say? You don't want to see what I can do with a knife. You want to see what I can do with a knife. You don't want to be my enemy. I promise you. If you do, motherfucker, bring it on. Wow. Mm. What can Polar Bear do with a knife? What can Polar <laughs> Just give me that bracelet. What would Polar Bear do? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, if, you, if I'm, my brain immediately goes literal. And what a polar bear would do with a knife is like nose it around because it couldn't pick it up. <laughs> yeah, disposable yeah. nose and knife. It accidentally hurt itself. It would probably hurt itself, and we'd all be like, "Oh, the polar bear hurt itself." Oh my god, that's so sad. That's They're so going sad. extinct. Oh no, we need to do something for the polar bear. Now, in this case, though, it is Fred. He is the polar right. bear. He has thumbs. That's true. So, what he would probably do with a knife? Stab. Spread peanut butter. Oh. Perhaps make a nice sandwich. Cut meat against the bias. Oh, <laughs> Cut okay. it on a bias, right? I don't mm. know. Um, but I mean, he tells his haters to do a lot of things in this song. He tells them to scratch upon his nuts. Mm-hmm. He also lets them know turkey MCs, they want to gobble them. Classic problem with turkey MCs. And uh, also, this is the one. All you freaky bitches reaching out to grab it, don't hesitate. Because you can have it. I'm a stab it. Something that oh. all freaky bitches love to hear about. Yeah. They love to, like, you gonna stab it? Yeah. you gonna stab it? I'm gonna reach out to grab it. But will he stab but it? But you will can have it. Because he's a stab it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I okay. Mean. Dag nab it. Dag nab it. Wetter than spring. Uh, um, there is one comment on this song. Uh, made me laugh when I read it the first time. Makes me laugh today. Do you want to read that one, Jenny, from Melikith? Oh, you know what? I just closed that tab. <laughs> okay. But I believe it said lyrically the best song on <laughs> the album. Right. I memorized that comment because it made me laugh too. <laughs> lyrically the best <laughs> Is that what it says? Yes, yeah. yes. Of course you memorized it because you were like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a bold move, Cotton. That's it. That's Let's see how that works out for him. But you know what? I take it. You know what? Listen, and all you freaky bitches reaching out to grab it, don't hesitate because you can have it. I'm going to stab it. There we go. Lyrically, the best song in the album. <laughs> Lyrically speaking. Well, I mean, do we have anything else to say? Um, get a life, get a motherfucking life. That's it. There we go. All right, up next, shotgun. Shotgun. 
Just enjoy this moment before okay. it drops. Uh huh. That's the sound of a shotgun. <laughs> the sound of a shotgun in my neighborhood. Everybody got one. Everybody jumps from the sound of a shotgun in my neighborhood. Everybody got one. Everybody jumps from the sound of a shotgun in my neighborhood. Everybody got one. Everybody jumps from the sound of a shotgun. Interesting. This one's a bit of a story song because we have a scenario of a person sitting all alone in their empty ass home with nothing but a shotgun and some weed. That's right. But they're attempting to roll and it's not going well. And um, I mean, two broke ass hands. Mm. Try to roll weed with two broken hands. Well, I'm going to come straight to you, Captain 420, right in (laughs) front of me. Let me tell you. Mr. Puff Puff Pass. Listen, checking in on the USS Ganja, and uh, I can tell you. That's how you know it's real. (laughs) Polar bear over here. (laughs) I not know that a narc just walked (laughs) Yeah. They call him the Grinch because he's so green. The USS Ganja? Uh, The USS Ganja. I'm checking in, letting you know that attempting to roll weed with one broken hand. Tough. Tough. Two broken hands? Mm. Darn near impossible. Darn near impossible. You got to get real creative. But if you need to get that fixed, baby, you got to figure it out. You got to be the weed meister. You got to be the weed meister. You might be. You might be working them tips, working them fingertips a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe using your nose. Get good with your toes. Get toe. Yeah. Oh, get that toes. That toe weed. Toe weed. The toe weed. Toe weed. Yeah, you can do a lot with your feet. You can. Yeah, you can. when you're breaking nugs with your feet. <laughs> Crush it up. Crush it up. Use that grinder. Put it on the floor. Use your ball, your foot. I also, classic weed head over here. You know what? I I just love the scenario of, of, you know, this might be the darkest Limp Bizkit song. This is a man with two broken hands. And a shotgun. And a shotgun tempted to smoke some weed in his house. It's rough. That's rough. He does say you have to plant a lot of seeds if you want your weed to grow. Mm -hmm. Some little. It's a lesson. Yeah. It's a lesson. A little gardening tip. Get you off the grid. You know it. <laughs> it will get you. Jenny, what'd you think of Shotgun? I thought Shotgun was all right. I thought the, I, I liked the kind of like weird swingy riffs. It's a weirdy boy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked that. I'm not quite sure I, I understand what we're going for here, but it was a weird one. And thinking of it as a single, 
baffling. So according to Wikipedia, Wait, which is how did I miss that? This was a single. This was the original yeah. like single with the lyric video. No, and that was the video. That was the video? according to Wikipedia. Yeah, that is like the the video is just lyrics interspersed with a promotional tour live footage. That's the thing is that the footage in the video is like from. Like, there's stuff from the Faith video in there. There's stuff from, like, it's old footage. It doesn't look mm-hmm. like new footage. Well, I don't know. Wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. In any event, shocking that this was the first single of any kind sent to radio. I mean, it's full of F-bombs. Also, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't lead with, like, a gun song. No. I would lead with the song about a cobra or sharks. Yeah, whatever. Jaws is a beloved film. Yeah, you you do the We're Back song mm-hmm. first. Right. Like, Dad Vibes, for lack of a better term, is a We're Back song. Right. It's just got a good angle to it. It's got right. a different angle to it. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Second verse. Same as the first. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is where suddenly it becomes, I mean, is it a character or are we talking about Fred? Cause, but it seems to be this scenario of like Fred creating a character that is him, but not him, because he would never be in this scenario. Do you want to just do you want to just play it? Sure. <laughs> Woke up in the morning in the county jail And I can't remember yesterday that well Hell, I can't remember when I slept that well I told this girl I've been fucking to get my bail Cause I pop, 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 pop off the rock ship You probably heard it all before, baby, not this Here's a shout to you ladies with the hot tits Courtesy of Limp Biscuit on some rock shit Now here we go What? Does pop, pop, pop off the rock ship mean? Guys. Yeah. We've got a classic conundrum here. Mm. <laughs> You're on a rock ship. Different from the USS Ganja. I'm just going to say that right now at the top. Yeah. All right. So the name of the song is Shotgun. So it could be popping the shotgun, blasting. <laughs> okay. Guns go pop, pop. So we're True. popping off some. Okay. Mm-hmm. The shotgun of rock shit. Mm-hmm. Is it rock ship like the USS Ganja? Uh, or? Ac- according to songmeanings.com, it's rock ship with a P. Wow. So could be. Popping champagne. Could be. Could Maiden be. Voyage. Maiden Voyage. Crack it against the side. Um, but he's also talking about that he woke up in a county jail mm-hmm. where he slept incredible. You can't remember yeah. the last time that I slept that well. That hurt. <laughs> that hurt me when I heard that lyric. I was like, well, brag about it. And he shouts out to the ladies with the hot tits, courtesy. Courtesy. <laughs> of Olympus. Of Olympus. Yeah, biscuit. biscuit on some rock shit. Well, wow. So nice. Courtesy of Olympus. Courtesy of Olympus. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, once again, this scenario of like, why did why did Fred go to jail? I mean, I guess he's he's in a house by himself with broken limbs, shooting a shotgun and trying to smoke weed. Yeah, you might have to sleep in the county jail. I mean, way. this was before it was legal. Yep. Mm. So, and depending on where he's writing this from, it's still not legal. It's true. It's Are true. sawed-off shotguns legal? 
I believe once you saw off a shotgun, it becomes illegal. Correct. But it does become dope as hell. Ah. <laughs> so Correct. It is the conundrum. It's the conundrum. You're breaking the law, but now... It's but fun. you got a cool looking you gun. You got a fucking right. sick as shit. That's tough. Everybody who played Doom in the 90s is like, sawed off shotgun? The best shotgun. The best shotgun. Yes, please, and thank you. Actually, was it the double barrel? Double barrel. Double barrel. That was, ooh, that was the stuff right there. Uh, no comments on this song because it's perfect, right? <laughs> yeah. A weird choice for a first single. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. There's also, oh, it has a guitar solo. That's weird. That is weird. It has a guitar right. solo. Wow. So, yeah. Eagle-eared listeners will know that they haven't heard it yet. <laughs> and yeah. they're not going to hear no, it No, you just imagine what you think the guitar You know what? I'm going like. to say what it sounds a little like this. Okay. Up next, we got Douchebag. Vengeance upon your back Cause you ain't jack Talking smack Consequences The game reacts With pain attack Trim the fat Go the distance The biscuit back You get no slack Spray the gag Pack the clip With the rip attack Fade the black Matt, uh, what's it what's it like to hear a perfect song? <laughs> I'll tell you when I hear it. <laughs> oh, Matt. Okay. There's a few things going on in this song. Just a few. It, mainly three. You got Fred just rapping his ass off, just going for it. But then he gives you a very familiar kind of pre-chorus there. You know, like that is textbook Limp Bizkit, mm-hmm. like that see you have, like that mm-hmm. thing whatever yes. the hell happens there yeah and then um douchebag i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck you up fuck you these are easy lyrics we will chant these lyrics at the show they sh- they're shooting right down the middle so you feel that this is this is a pander move dude here's my question okay in the limp biscuit canon up until this point mm-hmm how many guns has Fred Durst fired off? Because there's been more gun references. Like, I don't think of Fred that way. Fred has been purely a chainsaw man up to this point. Right. Like, I don't see Fred as a gangster. You know, I don't see Fred as that type of tough guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I see him at very angry. Mm-hmm. That I get. At odds with society. Mm-hmm. Totally got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a horrible relationship, perfect. Mm-hmm. Not 
blasting off gats, not getting you know getting shotguns blowing in the air. It's just a peculiar turn that this record has on it. You know what I mean? Like you, I mean, also Matt, you you love blades, you love sharp teeth. I'm a big blade sharp teeth guy. Claws. If I see Billy Shakes giving the finger, I'm thinking, you know, a knife. Tops. I mean, that's all yeah. he had. He he's pre guns. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you read any Billy Shakes? Knives, poison, poison, poison knives. Poison knives, even better. Oh, yeah. man. Watch out for them. Knives or poison or, or poison, poison knives. knives. That's it. Tough stuff. Um, Jenny, how'd you feel about Douchebag? I feel like this is in the pocket what I want from Limp Biscuit, pretty much. I'm like, yep, and don't have to think too much about it. I do think that the guitars are a lot more interesting on this album that they've been in a while. Kind of reminds me a little bit of, I think they're a lot more interesting in like $3 bill, y'all, but then... It's a he bit. taps a ton in three dollar bill. Like he does a lot more of like that bicket dip bicket dip bicket dip type yeah. stuff. I miss the bicket dip. <laughs> you do. You yeah. do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, obviously it made me laugh quite a bit. A little bit of new metal math at the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Douchebag, I'm gonna fuck you up. Fuck you. Fuck you. I, fuck you up. There you go. Why not? I love it. This honestly, this is one where it's set up and it's like. Can they land it? And they land it. This is what I want. Douchebag, I'm going to fuck you up. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you up. Let me tell you a quick story about this song. So this album came out the year I got married. So I had my bachelor party. My buddy Joe flew in. Flew into Pittsburgh from, I think he was living in Boston at the time. And uh, we get in. I pick him up at the airport. It's me and all my buddies in the car. So you know it's rambunctious. Just a bunch of maniacs. Just a bunch of goofs. Just a bunch of goofs. You know, there's a, there's a far side... My dad cut out once and put it on my door when I was a kid. And it was a bunch of guys crammed in a car and it said nerds on patrol. And he was making fun of me. And uh, really, that's what that was. It was just a bunch of nerds on patrol, like ready for Lauren's bachelor party. And we get in and we're like, what are we going to listen to? And I was like, you know this new Limp Bizkit album? And my two buddies, they were like, they don't give a shit. My buddy Joe, though, he's like, that's his stuff. Like He doesn't listen to anything. He's like 99 to 2001. That's it. That's all he fucking listens to. Yeah, it's like Rob Zombie 24-7 with this guy. Wow. So he's like, fucking put it on. He's like, what should we go with? I'm like, what well, is a song called Douchebag? He's like, let's fucking go. So we're driving through downtown Pittsburgh, douchebag, blasting, all of us howling. When that chorus hit, Joe was like, this is it. This is it right here. This is the song. That's the life. That's the life. And uh, yeah, this one, I love it. And uh, I found an old article. From MTV.com, back when they used to talk about music. Remember that? Remember that? Got Remember that? And uh, got him. Oh, we got him. Oh, on that first one. ones, first to print with that. No one. one's ever criticized MTV for that before. I don't think. I don't think that's happened. Ahead of the curve. Yeah, <laughs> that's the you, Roach Coach promise. You heard it here first. So uh, this article is from May 7th, 2010, because this record was supposed to come out in 2010 and was delayed. I believe did it. Somebody got injured. Is that what happened? I'm not sure. Somebody got something. Some reason got delayed. Douchebag was Fred's at the time planned to be the first single. And he said a song like Douchebag to me, it's about 
I was really pushed around and bullied a lot growing up. So having that torture in my life until forming Limp Bizkit and still having it against me in Limp Bizkit, but me at least having a voice, a way to fight back and release my aggression through the music, Durst said. I've always had a problem with the irony that came with Limp Bizkit's music fueling bullies when really my aggression and my pent-up anger is mainly focused at these bullies. So I'm mainly calling those people douchebags and a few other select individuals. Everyone has their own interpretation and you will have a douchebag in your life that the song will apply to. So you can just turn this fucker up really loud because the riff is out of control. I mean, not wrong. Why wouldn't you make this the single? I don't know. This strikes me as like, Limp Bizkit's back, and the first single is called Douchebag. That that sounds like Money in the Bank to me. Cha-ching. If I'm... Yes, exactly. Cha-ching. That's the sound it makes. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Gold Cobra. Gold Cobra. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised. I, I'm wondering if maybe the record had come out on time if Douchebag had been the first single. And I'm... It's in one of those That things. one honestly feels like a more appropriate first single. If you're a Limp Bizkit fan... And you've been off the reservation for a bit. And you hear they're coming back and you hear, not even heard the song, you just hear it's called Douchebag? Like, sign me up. Here's my money. Take my money, please. Money, please. Money, please. There it is. That's what money sounds like. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I I wrote my notes in here. This is a Lost LB classic. That's my feeling on that one. Yeah. I like Douchebag. They should put this one back in the lineup. 100%. 100%. Songmeanings.com, APC Fan 22 said, Oh, Freddie D has a whole lot to say. Classic LB. Yeah. Way to go, Polar Bear. <laughs> Way to go. PB coming through. Oh, uh, what if we only refer to Fred Durst as Polar Bear from now on? Done and done. <laughs> sure. What's, what, what else does Polar Bear have in store for us, Jenny? Well, up next, Polar Bear would like us to listen to Walking Away. Wise, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want it. Oh, Jenny, are you walking away from walking away? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is just not. I know that this is what Fred likes, 
mm-hmm. and what he invests in. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's simply not what I want. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, this energy. Oh, uh, yeah, I get you. I just feel like, I don't know, for all the like talking about how we're not going to do this more mature thing, this is not who we are as a band. This feels like maybe it's trying to be that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's certainly content wise, we're walking away from bad situation. Fred in the past, in it. Ran towards it. Nookie. He knows it's bad. He's still in Can't there. stay away. Can't stay away. He's in that shit. And here he's like, I'm realizing this is a bad situation. I'm walking away from it. Great message. Perfect message. But Growth. The other thing, though, is that this is this looks like a situation, though, where they're thinking about the hits. Because I didn't realize this, but I looked it up. Limp Bizkit's biggest hit, Rearranged. <sighs> what a shame. So this is a situation, shockingly, for Limp Bizkit, a band with, let's be real, they were kings. Number one. They records. were. They were. Where they were deciding to possibly broaden their audience. You telling me. I'm telling you. I you need like to tell this. me. So it's like, uh, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave when you're walking away. Ah, dee. I love that. I love it when they're walking away. You get a full view. Go so away. You, so you mean to tell me I'm, yeah. <laughs> that I have a freighter filled with naughties. Yes. And they hear this song. You know what I mean. I know what you yeah. say. Well, listen. The sea ain't the only thing that's wet. That's what I'm I, saying. I, I know what Sploosh. Sploosh, is, <laughs> sploosh 100%. But listen, also, another thing to keep in mind, all right? You got a freighter full of naughties. You tell them to all walk away, suddenly the hotties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like butts. Yes, you do. Butterface. Yeah, you know, everything <laughs> butterface. Butter Indeed. Butter uh, I am a piece of trash. I love my wife. I love my wife. Baby, that's what we're talking about, walking away. Uh, I, I I like the the West guitar noodling here, mm-hmm. um, but yes, on the whole, these Limp Bizkit songs don't do the most for me either. Mm-hmm. It does ramp up at the end. He does scream the chorus at the end. That you, is true. You got to do some work to get there. Interesting comment, Jenny from Trek One Hundred One over there on songmeanings dot com. Please <laughs> You always get me right when I close this. Shit I out. always like I'm gonna throw it to her and she's gonna close it. That's exactly right. Well, Truck 101 simply said, beautiful. There it is. There it is. Worth going back for. <laughs> That's right. A simple click. A simple click. All right. All righty. Up next. Oh, yes. We got Loser. I'm a loser, yes it's true Feels like I'm losing since I met you Through the good times and the bad Feels like I'm losing all I ever had Check it out, back in the days 
there was ways I was moving on, guns all ablaze Dwelling on the past like I do Still can't forgive all the abuse That ain't no way to rise from the crib Still running hard from the shit Why you wanna push my buttons Making sure that I feel nothing Do you really think you need to remind me Every time, every single second that I'm alive Just to make yourself feel better I don't think so I just wanna do it alright Find me a better place in this life We bring out the worst in each other That ain't no way to love one another I just wanna be okay There ain't nothing wrong with that I'm losing my life away Losing myself and I want it back This is a strange one for me because it's back to back with Walking Away and thematically it's the same song. Mm-hmm. Once again, I'm realizing when I'm with you, I'm a loser and it's not worth it and I need to basically walk away once again. More walking, which you should always do. It's good. You cannot walk on the deck of that that freighter. I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, you right now. Oh, boy. Is there just not, not enough room? You you better be wearing grippy shoes. That's right. That Vibram soles. Really hold on tight. Hold on to your ass because uh, it's going to be on that, but on the deck. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, this one, it, it, I remember always thinking that this is a bit of a momentum killer just because it's two mid-tempo boys back-to-back. And it seemed like, and they said, I mean, Wes said, like, Fred, I'm sorry, Polar Bear slaved over this track listing, the sequencing. He was thinking about it constantly. And, I mean, I guess if you're going to give us two slow boy back-to-back ones or mid-tempo boys, not quite slow boys, but uh, I guess slam together because we're about to jump right back into it there we go i i actually kind of liked this song um i'm usually not a big mid-tempo boy fan when it comes to limp biscuit but this song just felt so unlike all of their other mid-tempo boys it was like less i don't know it felt less whiny and more just introspective Mm. um so i don't know i thought it was Something a little different. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. It is less whiny because he's he's realizing he's like, hey, like you and me, it doesn't work. And there's definitely some of you in that, but there's definitely some of me in that. And maybe before he never would have put those two and two together necessarily. Yeah, there's also because this came out in 2010, 11. Mm-hmm. Like they wrote it in 10 and came out in 11. There's a lot of guitar sounds and song structure that you hear in the mid-aughts that's like very derivative of this, what they're doing. 100% people, you know, this is the thing. People heard this record. They said, oh, LB's back, but but they're not quite the commercial force anymore. But we're going to steal. There is a lot of lifts like that. Mm -hmm. That type of, you know, (laughs) that sound I've heard multiple times on much more recent records fred will tell you polar bear will tell you people be getting rich off this fur baby that's true um songmeanings.com truck 101 is back brilliant song we're happy brilliant song as well and then they talk about the interlude oh boy so matt you're Uh gonna need to go to 407 
in this song because we have well i mean how do we want to intro because we got to hear this interlude before we hear the next song so we'll hear the interlude and then we're going to go right into auto tunage all right here we go this sounds whack man listen oh How do they make songs with this? This fucking shit is ill. I did it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. Come on. That's just crazy. Oh, yeah. Pour it up. We got to try this shit over some heavy metal. I don't give a fuck, man. This shit will sound crazy. I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay it down. Biscuit style with the auto-tune. We're going to call this one auto-tunage. So this is a situation. Wes has the riff. John Otto's got them drums. By the way, these drums sound great. Fred Durst production. Crisp. He's doing great. He does a great job. He knows exactly what buttons to push and knobs to turn and faders to move up and down. All the things you find on a board, Fred knows what to do. 100%. He might be called the polar bear, but he's got all them fingies. <laughs> That's true. He's called the... Polar bear because he's cold as ice behind that's, that boy. That's right, baby. This is a situation though where Fred's like, "We've got auto tune. We definitely like." I feel like us hearing that is literally how this song came into bay, and they were like, "You got any lyrics for this auto tune song?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." Do you know how to take advantage of auto tune? I don't think he really does anything with it. No, no, it's just keeping him from going sharper flat. Like, yeah. It's but, just doing what auto-tune does yeah. instead of exploiting auto-tune. Like, he, he really mostly sounds like auto-tune in the intro, 
then he does the actual song and the actual song i'm like how is this any different from what we've been hearing it's just corrected yeah jenny yeah the (laughs) the lyrics of the song are just beyond dorky it i don't know it's just very funny to me all the women in the back give me one screen all the women in the front give me one screen (laughs) all the women in the house tell me what you want I'll give it to you, baby. Tell me what you want. It don't matter what you need. I'm gonna give it to you. It don't matter what you want. I'm, I'm gonna give it, it to you. you. Let me see you rock. Let me see you rock. Oh my god. Let me see you rock. Oh, <laughs> Check we... out this auto tune. <laughs> uh, I can only issue these lyrics in LOL, <laughs> but you know. Sometimes you're excited for new technology. Yeah. If we got auto-tune and we did a whole episode in auto-tune, we would be like, this is so fun. Yeah. But then everyone would be like, never do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But no thank you. Yeah. Gold Cobra. Gold 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 Cobra. Are we ready for the next song? Uh, Yeah, this one. These lyrics, so controversial, they're not even allowed to be on Mm songmeanings.com. It says, error, don't even dare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Truly. I had to Google, go to some other site. I had to do extra work Mm. to see, let me see you rock. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jenny. Too hot for the internet. Let me see you rock. Right. Right, 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 right. The Carter 3 came out in 2008. Let me see you rock. Like, the big auto-tune abuse has happened. Believe came out when? 2000. 99. Yeah. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Man, was I there. <laughs> what a time to the, be alive. I was on the front lines, baby. Because do we still have 93.1? Was, they, was, that, was that still a dance station in 1999? Might have been. Oh, man. That's what they used to play on the bus. Driving to school. Yeah. And some people be fierce. Like, What's this dance shit? <laughs> I want to hear this. Do you believe in love after love? Yeah, I mean, I was I was saying you were there mostly to Fred, a.k.a. PB. PB. Sorry. Was like, the you were looking right at me, and I was I just know. thinking, like, I was there, Jenny. Yes, <laughs> Lauren, you were there for yes. auto-tune. Yes. I mean, we were all there. I'm just saying, like, Fred, he's, but, like, talking about it like it's brand new. Mm-hmm. Okay, one second. One second, Matt. Okay. We will say, though, any criticism that is being delivered to this record, we have to remember that William Shakespeare is giving us the middle finger. And also, it's total cash. Like, Oh, yeah. Like He's not mad. You cover the finger, and he's just like totally chill. And then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, it's a low-key It's a low key flip. What's under this CD? I didn't even see the look. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's another gold cobra. Yeah, another hottie. Yeah. 2007, Epiphany, T-Pain. Yes. Two of the most oft-noted smash hit auto-tune songs. Buy you a drink. Buy them. Please. Bartender. Get it from them. Yeah. But, like. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'm just Fair saying. Enough. I'm just I'm saying. I'm being a little hard on them. I'll, I'll own that. I'm being hard on LB here. We'll be a little hard. I'm going to say to both of you is let me see you rock. <laughs> let me see you rock. <laughs> Turn this place into something that cannot stop. Yeah, that was actually the lyric that I was just like, <laughs> what? what? All right. Pardon me? 
I mean, I'm always cool, so <laughs> it's tough for me when I see others being uncool. uncool. Oh, <laughs> I hate that. Frustrating. You don't Boy, like it. I don't like uncool. I only like cool. <laughs> Because that's what that's I am. That's the Jenny promise. Oh, oh I am wait. slick and cool. Uh, Jenny, are you going to just recite all of your vows on this episode? <laughs> yeah. I remember sitting next to you, Matt, and I was like, she's bringing up the fact she's slick and cool. Dude, she's dropping the heat. Oh, man. Does Mitch, was Mitch going to be able to follow this? Well, he was like, I want to make sure that you tell everybody how cool you are. And I was like, no problem. So everybody knows why I'm here. Oh, yeah. 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 Jenny's up there like, I'm slick and I'm cool. And Mitch was just like, I love you more than anything. I was like, Mitch, what are you fucking doing? I hate stuff that's uncool and I only like cool stuff. He didn't want people to think he was married in a dark. Oh, good. Good point, like, baby. You make me so cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Before I met you, I was not. Cool. I love in vows when they say "baby," mm. <laughs> like oh, just love it during mm-hmm. vows saying "baby." Love the it. Best. Yeah, yeah. Anytime somebody's like the bride and groom have written their own vows, I'm like, here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. I better hear how fucking cool these two are. If I if I if I'm at a nerd wedding, I'm fucking leaving. That's right. And I'm, and I'm gonna dig through that box, pull my envelope back. <laughs> you are my endor. <laughs> I'm gonna burn the tent down, baby. Yeah. You are my endor. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you. you are my endor. That's. Wait, is endor the one that gets blown up? No, endor. Endor, all right. Endor's all right. Endor's all right. Endor's okay. got the Ewoks on it. Oh, even you are my endor. You're my planet of Ewoks. You said it. I said it. You he said, said it. Yeah, he said, said it. it. In he my said... mind, oh my god, I'm Brian Williamsing something. Thirty seconds later, <laughs> yeah, Jenny said, "Yeah, he said I'm the end door." God only knows what is happening. Okay, to all right, Jenny. let's bring it back down, you guys. One, two, three, go Cobra, go Cobra. Go Cobra. All right, Jenny, wow. let's get to your favorite song. He has nine oh two one oh. want to say yes i can only see 90210 and think 90210 and it's 90 to 10 and i didn't put that together until i <laughs> was listening to it this time i have always thought of this as 90210 because i also grew up at the same time as you yeah, and yeah and because it was the first time for me seeing it i read it 9210 because i was like this has to be the history of the band from 90 
to ten. Matt, oh. it is. We're all, we're all wrong. This is this is some. Didn't know that it was about ladies. Matt, this is top tier, top tier new metal math. Some of the best <laughs> new metal math we've ever seen. So if you've got a party, there's a hundred percent people there. Correct. Okay. In this scenario, the percentage of ladies to men is ninety percent ladies, ten percent men. This is also called an impossible party. If the, if you are able to make a party like this happen, then you these are, then they, they're, it they're, was a party for women. It, yes, and you are there, and you shouldn't be there. You were there as part of the staff. Yes, you are serving drinks. So that's five men, and that would mean that you would have to bring in how many? No, we, we, if we if we have a hundred people at this party, a hundred. I think it's at a hundred percent of people. Well, so so okay, one hundred percent of this party is one hundred people. Okay, okay. So the math is ninety to ten. So that's ninety women, ten Ten men. Yes, I was counting. Not ninety women to every ten men. So that's how I heard from you. Oh, is that that was not what that's not meant? That's too many women per man. Oh, it's in this party there are ten men and 90 women. Okay. See, I thought there would only be 5 men as the members of the band. Well, they mentioned they mentioned more people in the later verses though. Um Corey D is there okay. painting up a couple bodies. Oh, Paul Wall is there. Paul Wall's there. <laughs> Corey Taylor is there. Okay. Um by that math now that puts We're at 8 men. We're at 8 men. Um Yeah. You ain't never seen a party with this many hotties is a direct quote from this song. <laughs> All right. Well, we are on brand with Limp Bizkit. We are. Um, I was a little thrown by the lyric, Dragon Swifties from the house to the front lawn. Now, Swifties now. Taylor into, Swift Taylor fans. Swift fans. Oh, What's a Swiftie in 2011? I thought of a Swiffer. Now, that's not what it's about. But I just think of a Swiffer sweeper. Sid dragging it through the house, like. You know, you drag a Swiffer. <laughs> you think he's talking about cleaning the house? The I know he's verse? not. I know he's there. not. I know that's what he, not what he's talking about, but that is what I thought of. Which you, is, know, you might be right, though. Time to throw a party, throw a little party. Who's showing up? Dragging Swifties from the house to the front lawn. So that's prep. That is true. I mean, that's getting the party. Uh, getting that's, the party started. <laughs> that's pre-gaming. Pre-gaming. Getting right. the party started. You have to have all your Swiffers in the front yard. Correct. Get the them party. Swifties to oh, the front. If, especially if it's a party where it's 90% women and 10% men, and the women pull up, and they're like, the fuck are the Swifties? Yeah. It's like uh, house cleanliness virtue signaling. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. We got you all the Swifties Swiffer. from the back to the front. That's right. Jenny, have you ever been at a party where it was mostly women and just a couple men and it was mm-hmm. all straight people? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was the thing that in college they were always like, you got to go to this party because it's going to be like all the chicks. And it mostly was dudes every single time. And I was like, where did the girls go? They went somewhere they else. They don't tell you where they go. They never tell they you. They tell you. They tell the, the dudes that they want there. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. before Mitch and I were even dating, there would be like times when I, we would have parties. It was just like all me and like my girlfriends, and we'd be like, nobody else can come. Like, well, Mitch can come. We'd be like, well, yeah, we'll invite Mitch. Mm-hmm. So Mitch was at those parties. Oh, so oh wow, so Mitch is Limp Bizkit in this scenario then. That's right. right. Wow, <laughs> he's yeah. living that ninety to ten life. Mitch is like, oh, I'm, Jenny, we have parties like this all the time. I'm the ten percent. That's right. Uh, would you say that he is, would you say he is, so here's here's what everybody's doing, because everybody gets something to do. I mean, Fred, I'm assuming, is the one who's like dragging the Swifties. 
Lethal is rocking on tables, dropping all the funk. Sammy has got the quarter pouring drinks from his trunk. Mm. Otto got the fire going, warming up the buns. Got Otto on that grill. Oh, man, you know it's going to be good. Dude, if I had a Berg made by Mr. John Otto. Please. Please. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yes. Wes is dressed up like an alien. We having fun. That sentence lets me know, like, Wes is doing something and I don't know. Yeah. And I don't fuck with Wes. Yeah. I don't fuck with Wes like that. Like, he's like. Wes is doing what makes him happy. Yes. We keep Wes happy because yeah. that's how we all have fun. That's the line. Like, there's going to be these girls. I'm like, what's with the guy dressed up as an alien? Fred's like, he's having fun. Don't worry about it. Do not let it. Swifties are out. Okay. That's right. The place is clean. Um, Mitch would be Otto. John Otto. John was, Otto? Yes. I, I will also be John Otto. Yeah. I think we're all John Otto. Oop, we missed somebody. Raekwon is on the mic and he's bugging out. Okay. He's there so too. He's ninth the ninth people. man. Ninth man. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Corey Taylor's got a harem chasing him around. Paul Wall. Oh, I just heard that Paul Wall is coming. He's not actually there. It's just a okay, rumor. So he hasn't arrived. Eight. We're back at eight. Back, back at eight. eight. Uh, and Corey, Ta- Corey D is painting up a couple bodies. They're doing body painting at this. Yeah. So I will say, of all the parties I've been to, that's been mostly women. Nobody's making out with one another. It's no, not like no, no, it's not like some sexy Time playboy. To explore. No, we're <laughs> just hanging out, talking about stuff. <laughs> just talking about things. It's it's the classic employees only door of most men's lives. Like mm-hmm. I can't get back there to that all girl party. <laughs> Yeah, in our mind, they're making out, they're doing body painting, but what are they actually doing? Just chatting. Chatting, catching up, seeing how they're doing. We're sharing our salaries with one another, (laughs) trying to figure out how how we all... We gotta fucking blow through this glass ceiling. (laughs) This glass ceiling's gotta go. Go, 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 go. Meanwhile, on the other side, Fred's like, I'm seeing all these hotties and it really hurts. He's like biting his fingers and (laughs) they're back there, they're just like... How much are you getting? Do you have benefits? Meanwhile, you and me are in separate cars, cars nerd patrolling it up. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we are totally. We aren't even going to a party. No, absolutely not. We're like, um, let's go over to Thomas Video and rent like the craziest fucking movie. Let's watch got. Audition again. Let's watch Audition again, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I, you know, I mean, look, it's possible that I was not invited to the like parties where girls just smash their boobs together i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it out to our listeners the roach riders and indigo angels have you been to a party as described in this song let Mm. us know what was it like classic 90 to 10 classic 90 to 10 was it in the time span of 90 to 10 was kid rock there was it in the zip code 90210 (laughs) yeah if you were in the zip code 90210 and you were at a party that was ratio 90 to 10 in the 90s to the 10s. In the 90s to the 10s. We're, that, put, we're really narrowing it down. That's the triple deke. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Yeah. So, a lot to think about with this song. A lot to ask right now, yeah, man. Jenny. Yeah. How respectful of our time is this album? This album comes in at 49 minutes and 37 seconds. For a Limp Bizkit record, that seems very mindful. Very mindful. To get any of these bonus tracks, things get a little out of hand. But standard edition, which is what I have here. 49. Standard That's edition. pretty good. All right. All right. We got a couple tracks left. Here we fucking go. Up next, we got Why Try. Why <laughs> Try? 
Putting that bounce in the mosh pit. Hundo. This is, in my opinion, top five LB. Top five LB. Top five. The riff. Yes. The lyrics. He's got a Gatlin gun on this song. Guns are back. And then he drops a match in your gas. Boom. Blows you up. He had a Gatling gun. Already you're toast. And then he just blows you up. Why try? You are this, screaming. I am yelling. I'm sorry. Matt's like, dude, your fucking levels are insane fucked. today. All I'm saying is this is this was the first song that I heard when they were teasing this record. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And then when the record came out, I'm like, where do they put this thing? Track track 12? Buried. Buried in the back. But it's just it's too powerful. It's mm. too fucking powerful. This is an all timer. Top five LB, easy. Get a couple drinks with me. I might bump this boy up to top three. Whoa. Yeah, wow. I might just top three this boy. This thing is amazing. They should put it in the live show. It doesn't matter. If you've never heard this one, if you're some fair weather LB person, didn't check in the later stuff, you put this in, somebody's going to hear this. They go, fuck. Oh, fuck. That's a direct quote from somebody who hasn't heard this song before, and then they're hearing it. Oh, fuck. I love this song. It's amazing. Jenny. I mean... I have nothing to add. You like it so much. It almost doesn't even matter what I think. I want to hear what you think, though. It's a good song. Okay. <laughs> She's like, pure trash, Lauren. Pure trash. Uh, what Lauren, the fuck? are you okay? Because the song fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh, no. <laughs> See you later, Jenny. Oh, no. No, I mean, it's definitely a very fun song. I guess I don't know. Top five. Something to think about. I'm glad you like it so much. Thank you. Matt, what do you think? It is a okay with me. No, I like it. I, 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 this is this one's got that bounce. This is a party song. This is a fun one. It rips. The riff is good. The lyrics are on point. They're exactly what I want. I, I find the chorus to be much more memorable. Like that. Why try? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna be walking around your house going why try you're gonna be like why try you're gonna die and Ka- and Catherine's gonna be like what did you say to me I said why try you're gonna die it's it, it's sorry but why it's, try <laughs> give it give it a try Jenny just give it a try why try <laughs> she Captain Kirk she shattered it uh oh oh boy um I will notice this has 
zero comments on songmeanings.com because once again it's a perfect song a perfect song nothing that, to add <laughs> that you already know what it means yeah why try why try you're gonna die Limp Biscuit will smoke your ass Gatling gun and blowing up your gas tank nothing left to you but a cinder cinder wins cinder wow I played that recently oh good for you, Ooh, you. MK3 Oh no, Cinder! That's uh, that's fucking uh, Killer Instinct. Oh shit, that is Killer yeah, Instinct. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, man. Scorpinox. <laughs> Scorpinox. Cyber. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, what was that guy's name? Yeah, he's a wolf. He's a wolf. He's Who a wolf. was the bones? Oh, the skeleton, the skeleton. guy. <laughs> no, the bones say, man. I want to say it was. Something, something. My brain is saying bony, but that's not. You couldn't that be, might be it. Bony? <laughs> you think? I'm trying to imagine that deep Killer Instinct voice going bony. It might be Jago. <laughs> Jago wins. Is his name Jago? No, Jago yeah. was the ninja guy. Oh. What who was, was the bones? Who was the bones? So here we go. Okay. Here we go. So we have Jago was the ninja guy. Mm hmm. Fulgore was the robot guy. Mm. Glacius was the ice guy. Oh, we love Glacius. Saber Wolf was the wolf guy. Saber Wolf. Mm. Where is it? Where's the skeleton? I see Black Orchid or Orchid. Oh, come on. How do they not have the skeleton guy? Oh, Spinal. 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 That's basically bony. <laughs> spinal. Yep, because it was uh, TJ Combo. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Killer Instinct. What a game. What a game. What a game. All right. Speaking of killing. Speak perfect. There we go. Our last track is Killer and You. originally was supposed to play over the end of signs no <laughs> i for a split second believed jenny 100 percent. i was said it so confidently i was like wow, i was expecting you to say freddie versus jason yes <laughs> that i would have been like yep that makes total sense uh you know what it is funny for this band to give us so many songs about haters, proving the haters wrong, bad relationship songs. But it's like, how are we going to close out our comeback record? A song about 
a serial killer come into your house and you need to fight them off. And you might not unless you find the killer in you to fight the killer coming for you. That's right. Now we're talking. Giving us some true crime. mm, Mm. Very timely. Rotten our brains. That could help our show get a little of that true crime action. Oh, could we sprinkle some true crime? Oh, man. Let's let's dig in a little bit into this true crime scenario. So here you are. You're in a house. All you've got, Jenny, baseball bat. Right. The killer or the killer to be that get to you, they have a trunk full of hatchets and shit okay bombs gasoline already matches Fuck. and shit <laughs> yeah they're creeping in the night like some superfly shit they also listen to this listen to this this is how badass this killer is leatherface is a pussy it don't compare they'll have you shitting in your motherfucking underwear mm. then it gets super vivid all you homies acting hard better get a grip He'll kill your wife and your baby. Oh, no. Yes. That's how fucked up this guy is. We got to stop him now. Shut this motherfucker down. Very vivid. And then once again, all you've got is a baseball bat. What happened to all the guns and knives that we've had all this album? I don't know. We're stuck with just a baseball bat? A simple baseball bat. But if you find the killer in you, you can take this guy. That's right. See, America's pastime, baseball, mm. and also killing. And also killing. <laughs> so. I mean, America's pastimes are baseball and killing, <laughs> so. 100%. Home run, murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you can combine the two. Murder is a home run. That's <laughs> that's right. Um, what do we think of this as a song? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, as a song instead of song. an art installation? As a, You know, I, I yeah. Thinking of it as a work of art, sure. But what about it's a song? It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I haven't heard all of the bonus tracks. I've heard some of them. Um, so it does make me wonder how this made it in some of the bonus tracks, like IDK. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. It's definitely a departure from what I'm used to. What did you think? You know, it, uh, I like Wes's riff. It's got this nice snarl to it. And it, it feels... I will say that as, as, as a closer, it leaves you in like a, whoa, like fucking Limp Bizkit are back. It doesn't leave you in a snooze. It doesn't take you out in the sort of, you know, like, oh, we're going to go out with a, with a weird outro with the beeps and the boops like they've done in the past. It's like hard stop, like... You better find the fucking killer in you, man. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay. And then yeah. Ben Stiller and yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt Pinfield come back for a combo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would just, yeah, that's, so it, it is one of those things where it's like, motivation-wise, I get all the other songs, but this one, I'm just like, what? I mean, I guess, was he watching Zodiac? Like, where did he, where did he get the inspiration for this one? I mean, classic films, classic films. There we go. Classic films. I, I, I think it's actually, I think it's uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Zodiac underrated Fincher, you think? I'm, it's like a, it's like either his best film or his second best film. Ooh, what's his best? I mean, it's his best film. There it is. <gasps> there it is. Zodiac wow. is. Wow. I love Zodiac. I was in the theater for Zodiac. I was like, how is Zodiac? How is everyone not embracing this? Yeah, Zodiac is top tier. Yes. Best it's Fincher. an amazing film. Best Fincher. You Zodiac fan? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a Zodiac fan. I like it. It's good. Mm. I don't know. It's, I've, I've watched it like 
five times and I watch a lot of movies. Are you okay? It's such a good movie. <laughs> and I'm also just like, is Graysmith going to figure it out? Or is he going to be stuck in that fucking basement? Oh, that's the weirdest that part. Scene. Tense. Saw Very that in tense. the theater. Ooh. Very tense. You're like, oh, fuck, this is it. Jake Gyllenhaal is toast, toast. in real life. Like, I'm like, he's going to be dead. <laughs> yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> the gonna actor just, is dead. He's going to die. Yeah, no. I, yeah, love Zodiac. Love it. All right. Any excuse to talk about it? I mean, I'll have to watch it again. It's mm. been a while. Watch the director's cut. Even better. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds long. It sure is, <laughs> but it's worth it. All right. All right. So that's it. That's Gold Cobra, baby. Woo! We did it. We did it. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny. So I like this record a lot. For the canon, I don't know. I mean, there are a few things that felt like canon situations for me. Douchebag feels like a canon situation. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, I, I'm i just not so sure. Like, is it... And I know you're going to say, why try? Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that song didn't hit me as, as hard as it hit you. I'm just thinking, is this, is this essential? I'm not so sure. But I could be swayed. For sure, I would put... <laughs> douchebag in there because it really i think is sort of an embrace of almost uh i don't know it's almost like a caricature of like a limp biscuit song mm-hmm. and i think that's fun and i like it so big head tiny body surfing around a skateboard yes <laughs> yes exactly right exaggerated features yes exaggerated red cap mm-hmm. um yeah so I I don't know though. I'm curious to hear what you two think about the rest of these songs. My feeling on this record is that the word on the street was Limp Biscuit are gonna come back and they're gonna deliver back to basics Limp Biscuit record. It's gonna evoke the old sound and it's gonna have some new sounds in it. And this album does that one hundred percent. In a way that a lot of bands have never been able to do. Because bands all the time back to basics we're going back to basics we're going back do the old thing we're going to do it again and then you hear the record and you're just like no you didn't no you didn't you're too rich now you're too whatever and I feel like because Limp Bizkit were in the position where they had fallen if they had tried to make this type of record well they basically did they tried to make a back to basics record in 2005 and they didn't have the full lineup and while we really like that record it still was too much there was departures in there they were still trying to do but this was like no no we're going to do the thing you know us to be because here's the thing. If you are a Limp Bizkit fan, you listen to this record, how do you not go, the fucking boys are back? And I don't think it has any real duds on it. Um, I think that one review that was like a couple odd duff moments more than anything. I mean, two moody boys back to back. Not not my decision necessarily. 90 to 10. Sometimes I'll skip it. Not going to lie. But I'm, that's because I'm trying to get to why I try. You know? mm, there you go. But I mean, the thing rips... It sounds incredible. Fred Durst on production. Maybe Fred Durst? Get Fred Durst producing more records. Hmm? Some bands, hey. Just a thought. But, I mean, I wrote my notes. Why try? Classic. Must go in. Douchebag. Absolutely. Also, I would also make an argument for Shark Attack. But, I mean, also at the same time, though, like, I don't, I don't think there's any duff moments. I mean, there's. A, I'm sorry. There are a couple Duff moments, but I don't think there's any dud moments. Um, but I mean, if we if we if we wouldn't put the whole thing in, 
which I don't know if we really would. I would say douchebag. Why try? Possibly shark attack. Matt Nas. Tough one. Tough one. Um, does anybody happen to remember where Limp Biscuit stands in our canon? Um, I know, obviously, Significant Other is in. Okay. $3 bill, y'all, is in. All right. And Chocolate Starfish, 100% is in. All right. So what we're going to use, we're going to use something. That we're going to use the search thing because this list is very long. And um, well, maybe I'll just scroll it. Okay. $3 bill, y'all, in. Significant other in chocolate starfish in and did we put unquestionable truth in? I think we did. I think we did. I think we did. I think we did. I just haven't updated this list. So if we put unquestionable truth in, I'm much more likely to put this in as well. I feel like the record on a whole is a Limp Bizkit record. Mm-hmm. It is not them trying to do anything else. Revo- results may vary, may vary was not in. No. No no no, no. no, 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 no. I feel like it's 2010 and we got a new metal record from Limp Bizkit. That makes me feel like put it in. But there are... To, there might not be duds to you, Lauren, but there are soggy middles. <laughs> soggy me, middles? Okay. To me. Like, I'm not crazy about Shotgun. I like that it's a weird song. Like, it's cool for them to do a weird song. Walking Away in Loser is a weird double header mm-hmm. that I don't love, but is very true to Limp Biscuit and true to New Metal. Like, that. Mm-hmm. Mid-Tempo Boy, we hate it. I mean, anybody who's listened to us for the last five years knows we want nothing to do with the Mid-Tempo Boys. Why are you slowing it down? But it is, we have to admit that it is an important part of the genre. It sure. is. It sure. is. Absolutely. No problem admitting that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just hate that. Yeah. Listen, houses and watches have been bought on the backs of some Mid-Tempo Boys. Okay, That's <laughs> true. A lot of 90 to 10 parties. Oh, 90 to 10 parties. Yeah. Bankrolled by some moody boys. Uh, let me let me position this to you, Matt. Would you agree? Duff moments, dud moments, great moments, bad moments. This album is absolutely better than the first corn record. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> for influence, for use of auto-tune. For... That's right. There wasn't even any auto-tune on corn. There was no right. auto-tune. What are they doing? There... Too many strings, not enough auto-tune. Daddy mm. needed some hardcore <laughs> auto-tune. Yeah. Boy. So Sweet Mitchell said something to me when I made him watch the Gold Cobra video this mm. morning. He said, it sounds like this song was made by a Limp Biscuit song generator. <laughs> Is that damning? Oh, that is a harsh feature, take. Feature or bug? You know, they're they're trying to sound like a Limp Bizkit song. Generator. They're right. trying, yeah. It's true. Well, I guess this is the thought: is that there are songs where it's like we are trying to sound like Limp Bizkit, and then there are songs where they are our Limp, Limp Bizkit. I feel like Why Try is a pure Limp Bizkit Lim- song. That's it. Why Try, our Limp Bizkit. Shark Attack, our Limp Bizkit. Douchebag. Just take the R out, Limp Bizkit. Gold Cobra, I would say, yeah, is like we are trying to be Limp Bizkit. 
which maybe is also why they chose it to be the video and the single is like this is what is expected of us a bit more yeah uh-huh. yeah so maybe we're saying shark attack douchebag why try I'm okay with that. And the screaming from Get a Life is in the trunk junk drawer because I just want more Fred screams. Sounds good to me. All right. Sounds good to me. There you have it. LB back in the new metal canon. And that does bring us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those. Uh, send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, it's an LB episode. We will close it out with Jenny reading Fred Durst thank yous from the Gold Cobra liner notes. The future is easy because it does not exist. The past is painful because it lasts forever. For the most part, all of my memories are of pain and negative moments in my life. My journey has not been an easy one. I will always be an underdog no matter what I try to do to change it. But I have accepted this and will continue to follow my dreams and my heart. Between the unreasonable abuse as a child and the relentless torture I've experienced as an adult, I cannot decide which of these blessings I cherish more. Both have given me the essentials I need to give selflessly and unconditionally. My core is good and all of my intentions will remain pure and sincere. As time allows me to exist, I find new algorithms to persist. My demons remain tireless and I'm reminded of this every day. Still, I have hope. We are all individuals who experience reality in our own individual ways, but something bigger than us has been sewn, has sewn our worlds together right now. I like to call it Limp Biscuit. Thank you for this connection. It is really inspiring. I am grateful for you. Sincerely, Fred. 5, 17, 11. Lauren, thank you. Jenny, thank you. Matt? Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Time to get ready. Let's rock this place.